welcome back to our podcast. It's crazier in my business. That was a pause. <laughs> there was, I don't know why. I don't know. <laughs> but this is episode 30, I think. Is this episode 30? Yes. Right. Wow, when you're 30. Oh, okay. Well, that's hurtful. <laughs> and also the truth. It's, I the thought truth that we could maybe hurtful. just celebrate you in this moment. Oh, I thought it was an insult. Okay. No. <laughs> Yeah. When am I the one that insults you? All the time. All the time. Becky, let's not, not do on this. this podcast. Let's not do this in front of the kids. <laughs> what kids? The kids. The kids don't listen. I'm calling our patients children. We're <laughs> pediatricians. No, well, not, I'm a pediatrician. They're not know. patients. They are. You You are not a pediatrician. I am. <laughs> wasn't even you know nothing of my your credentials. Your field of study. Because they don't exist. No, because I don't tell you things. Because you're a hater. <laughs> Is this because of the envelopes? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, fair. It'll always be because of the envelopes. <laughs> That's fair. Because I was rude. <laughs> she was rude. What do you it need lives manila in my, yeah, like, for? <laughs> what do you need? No, what do you, what do you need a manila envelope? It was very the vitriol in it. It was so hateful for no reason. I can't fucking have a specialty envelope. <laughs> I'm just like, they come in a five pack. You need five <laughs> yeah, manila you envelopes I, for I what? Have, and I still have four of them left. <laughs> <laughs> I needed it for one very specific thing. That's not fair that she says that. My, it's not fair. The nurses handle all of my documents. <laughs> okay. Not the medical receptionist or assistant. I mean, I don't know what they do once I hand it to the nurses. <laughs> the nurses. <laughs> this is how I know you're not a doctor. This is how I know <laughs> you've never been to my private practice. So you don't know how things are run there. I just hand things to the nearest person. I'm actually kind of a diva as a doctor. So you just the nearest person? Just whoever works on the staff. Get it to where it got to go. Do you take care of them? Are they what do you what mean? are they who? The staff? Yeah. I do what I do. Are they like? Are you looking for a job? You not, no. <laughs> no. Trying to figure I'm out. I'm about to go on maternity leave. <laughs> I don't the, need a job. With the work life balance, I also don't think that are. we need that. That is not a dynamic that we need in our oh, relationship to work together because we to already work do. For you. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it would not. I don't think it would go well. Yeah, we. Yeah, you don't need to work for me. You do a terrible job. Very high standards. I am an incredible employee. For other people, I have I, needs that can't be First of be all, met. I would never work for you. Okay, this good. Because, and I'm saying good because you wouldn't be good at it. <laughs> this feels <laughs> like an unnecessary conversation. <laughs> you started it. I didn't start it. I just it. was letting you know that for the kids, we shouldn't be fighting. And then you had to get all conflated. Well, because on previous episodes, when it has been discussed that kids listen, mm-hmm. <laughs> you've been concerned. Because I'm their pediatrician. <laughs> no, you're and not. And I understand how important and, you know, the influence on their developmental health. Is this mentally? Um, you being a, pe- a pediatrician, is this a relatively new development? Were you in a different field what is time though like what do you mean new what's new what's old like what do you well i mean you had just been previously you had just been stating that you were a doctor which was also not true but now i am a doctor here's a specialty practice my initial field of study was i was a doctor of life i was life doctoring Uh okay but i want to say like about five years ago i became a pediatrician okay Mm -hmm. okay i was called to it where was your residency Oh, you wouldn't know it. 
I'm pretty sure I, I might you wouldn't know, it. know it. No, just a little place, Johns Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just little old Johns <laughs> Hopkins. <laughs> Is that some type of boutique hospital? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you wouldn't know about it. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> Tommy. Huh? <laughs> We haven't. We didn't even introduce ourselves. I'm Tavi. That's yeah. <laughs> and I'm Becky. Right. We're your hosts for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hi. We're comedians, mm-hmm. and we also are um, advice givers, doctors, trailblazers. I mean, we are trailblazers. I've blazed many a trail. Yeah. Well, and we, blaze. Everybody yeah, knows you like to smoke. Yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> you don't need to announce it. Um, and you know, what is there anything on your mind that's been going on? Um, what has been on my mind? I don't even know if I want to talk about what's been on my mind. Well, we have. Okay, so we were gone, right? We didn't do well. We're late. We weren't. Gone. We're late. We are, we we're gone. late with the mm-hmm. episode this week. But we have your baby shower. You yes. had your first baby shower. I had my first baby shower at my sister's house. Um, very small gathering with family. Uh, it was, it was kind. It was like a kind and nice gathering. My sister made like little tea sandwiches, and then I got to sit, you know, in a comfy chair and open gifts, and got a lot of really cute shit that's in a box next to me because I have found homes for none of it. Um, oh yeah, you're gonna have a lot of baby stuff. Yeah. Look, I got these really cute red slippers. Oh my gosh! Did <laughs> <laughs> you go into the box the whole time? No, <laughs> they're so cute. I want to get you now. We got to get you a little uh, a picnic, a blue picnic dress. It's so cute. And then these I'm doing so Dorothy cosplay with my little niece. I thought, Ooh, what am I gonna be? I thought, <laughs> your niece? I thought she was your grandchild. It's interchangeable, you know these things. Um, <laughs> My granddaughter niece. Um, I yeah, I just I could be the lion. Okay. Yeah. I'm scared of a lot of stuff. I don't know what I would be. Where well, there's the Tin Man and there's the Scarecrow. I'd be the Scarecrow. Or we could just both be the witches. That would be fun. <laughs> that would be such a fun Halloween. Well, you could pick costume. Glinda the Good Witch, or you could be the Wicked with the East, or you could be the one that felt. Wait, which one got the house felt? Was the East the, the one with the East? House? The house or the West? Is still alive? Yeah, isn't that it? She's mad because her sister is dead? Yeah. yeah. Oh. I don't remember. I've never seen the You've Wizard never, of Oz. Yeah, I've only right. seen the Wiz, so I'm just going off of what I know, right? <laughs> which is that, um, what's her face's, uh, Earlene. Is it Earlene? God dang it. In the Wiz, she's mad that you, that Dorothy killed her sister, and rightfully so. Right, you know, because sisters. Um, but anyways, yeah, the baby shower, <laughs> the baby shower was nice. Um, nobody offered me any alcohol, which I thought was rude, but mm-hmm. I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it was, I, you know, what I really appreciated was there wasn't any unsolicited parenting advice. Ooh, and so it really ended up being just like a delightful afternoon um where i drank a lot of uh iced tea and ate a lot of red velvet cake which is my favorite oh red cake. velvet cake is so good but it's, it's just chocolate cake with red food dye, so well it was delicious about it. i think that more people need to be talking about this 
We have it's to, a lighter flavor of chocolate. It's okay. less cocoa and red, and then just red. This dye. is what I like about our family's red velvet mm. cake, um, which is a recipe that's made from scratch, Ooh, and it's fancy. a recipe from the Waldorf Astoria Hotel, and the frosting for this cake is not cream cheese frosting it's a butter based frosting but not a butter cream it's like a butter glaze and it's not as sweet as a butter cream would be so it makes for like a very delicious not overly sweet but like just rich and amazing cake so is loved. this are you eating a like are you eating a bunt cake no it's a, it's a two-tier cake it is? okay mm-hmm. Because you say glaze and I always think of just like that. Oh, yeah. No. Anytime it's, someone is like a glaze. It is a cake. it is a glazed two-tier cake. Okay. And it's, I'll be honest, like it kind of looks like cum, but. I'm telling you, that's how my frosting always turns out because I can't make frosting. I can only make icing. I forget about that. I keep telling <laughs> you that we can fix this. I keep watching videos of people do it so easily. It actually it's frustrates me yeah. because I'm like, I've done this. I did the thing. I had the butter and I was mixing it. And then, so what happened? I don't know. Maybe you're over mixing. No, <laughs> that would imply that at one point it looked good. And then I just <laughs> kept going. And then no. you just kept going. No. And I would know that it looks good. I'd be like, this is how I want it to look. And I would stop. It never gets there. A frosting is one of those things that you just kind of feel. Okay. We'll get there. It's yeah. fine. Um, but yeah, that was, so that happened and that was really nice. Also very exhausting. Um, I definitely came home and just immediately went to sleep. Have you been getting a lot of mothering advice otherwise? No, because I, <laughs> that's so funny that you ask because <laughs> I have been, I have been asked if I've received mothering advice more often than I've actually received unsolicited <laughs> mothering advice or like, yeah, par- parental advice. But I think part of that is due to the fact that I don't really leave the house except yeah. for comedy shows. Right. And comedy shows are not the place where like people feel super compelled to like, Come well, there's up also to not me. like an alarming amount of mothers. Right. They're usually yeah. at home with their children. Or if they're there, they're like, I don't really want to <laughs> think about, about my, kids. my yeah. kids at all. Um, the last couple of days, though, because I was hosting those shows at Punchline, I did have a few people that felt compelled to touch my belly. Mm-hmm. Only women. Right. Um, which is what I would prefer. I mean, I would prefer to not be touched by anybody. But um. Other than that, yeah, I haven't really gotten a lot of unsolicited advice. Have you, Benjamin? No, not a thing. No men have just been like, hey, you're about to become a father. No. Oh, man. I'm going to have to have a man-to-man talk with Ben. <laughs> We're really going in uh, pretty blind. I did get advice today, which was learn to forgive yourself. <laughs> Oh, yay. that's good that's advice. Good advice. In general, for everybody, yeah. learn to forgive yourself. My coworker that um that just had a baby a few months ago. She just came back from her maternity leave. Mm-hmm. Um, she'll like message me on Teams every once in a while to like check in and see how I'm doing. But like the best advice that she gave was just like you're you're the best mom that your child will have. So like give yourself grace all the time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's really good. That's yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's more, you know what? Maybe because you guys don't ask for it and you don't seem like two people who necessarily 
welcome unsolicited opinions. Yeah, I don't exactly have a face that's like inviting people to come. Like to tell you about what you're about to do. I think people would probably just wait for you to come to them if you had a question or anything. But I also think there's not too much anybody can prepare you for, right? Right. But I also have made the uh, decision to like not, I haven't taken the classes. Yeah. Um, Which I feel pretty confident in doing. I do think that we're the only couple in our like centering group that isn't taking the classes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm fine with that. I think it'll be okay. Yeah. I feel like, you know, we'll Google's a thing. And Ben's, <laughs> Ben's mom gifted me the mother's almanac at so the now baby she's shower. Got all the information at her fingertips. So, <laughs> so <laughs> your baby's crying. Hold on just one second. <laughs> this is the latest edition. <laughs> um no but i'm excited i'm just i'm excited for the journey now i'm ready uh i can tell that she is in position because her head uh very forcefully hit my cervix today and that felt not good (laughs) not good at all (laughs) so she's sliding up in there yeah so she's uh she's shifted (laughs) shifted october 7th shifted Yes, Remy, are you gonna be uh, your grandfather's <laughs> favorite niece? Oh I think so. I think you. I think you're planning on what I need you to plan on. Though so your mother's hair won't be done, so she's gonna have to contend with that. Maybe I'll just shave it off before I deliver. Mm. That would be fine. Yeah, if you wanted to. I don't. My head will get cold, and I hate having a cold head in winter. I'm sorry okay well <laughs> i think that wraps it up for me what about you tell me about your week oh um well week we don't do review. weeks remember we're just like thinking about what's on my yeah, what's, brain you're right that's right not much i'm gonna get a coke okay get a coke wait grab me a coke too okay. you're up and now doing it like a straw um no i'll bear lip it I don't like that description. <laughs> I'm gonna bare lip it. Not a fan. Of- oh, did you want to see our sink? It's super deep. I'm gonna look around your kitchen before I leave because I understand that as adults, this is really momentous. This is so <laughs> okay, exciting. the renovations. But Mace does the same thing. I go to his house. He before I even sit down. No, no, no. That's it. We're going to the backyard. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, but I, he's like, see the concrete. I know tomorrow's gonna be the same thing. No, 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 no. We're going outside first. And it's like, I get it. I love it. You guys, I'm so happy you're making improvements to your life, though. It's beautiful. I think what it is, is because it costs so So much much money. money. You're like, people will acknowledge that this is different than it was before. I mean, technically, you shouldn't really bother until we put the backsplash up. Well, she's here now. Right. Right. We're losing valuable podcast humor. We might have to add this in. As the well, not no. that. Well, never mind then. Not really. <laughs> That's could just do like a little preview of the episode and then be like, on this episode. Is there anything going on? Did anything happen in the last week? And I just was like, oh my gosh, this is on my brain. I want to talk to you about it. But we do talk a lot. So we talk a lot. I mean, look through my tweets though, because sometimes those bitches are interesting. And then I forget to talk about them on the, like, I'll tell myself like, oh my gosh, this was so funny. And then I won't talk about it. We talked about couch guy on TikTok. Yeah. Which is just like getting really sad because did you see that, um, 
what Lionsgate no. got involved. Oh no! They were making fun of the situation too by posting not Lionsgate. Gay, yes, by posting a Twilight clip <gasps> and was like Jacob when he sees Bella and Edward. <laughs> so these things duolingo's beefing with people somebody who left a comment on a duolingo video and was like i was with you until you're progressive like until you got you need to get rid of your progressive material because i'm guessing like one of the little not guessing i know one some of the uh stories that you learn with mm-hmm. will be like not they don't shy away from being like oh and marie is going on a date with sophia and mm-hmm. right yeah and i think people are like this is so insidious <laughs> look at how the-. and it's like just as insidious as heterosexuality is but okay whatever um and so somebody posted that was like you need to get rid of your progressive material and then duolingo used a cardi b audio was like it's to my haters i would like to thank my haters <laughs> not duolingo doing the green eyes the green screen eyes overlay that's so funny. To a Cardi B audio. People were just like mad about it. And Duolingo was trolling in the comments. And it was hilarious. I love that. Um, I go back and forth between loving how funny the people who work for these corporations are. And like, you're not going to make me forget. <laughs> <laughs> you're a corporation. I, I think what I like the most about it is that like, these are typically interns. And so I don't think that they have like a huge amount of like. Right. They're not. They're actually just having fun. Yeah. But then it's like they're also not getting paid what they need to be getting paid for actually doing fantastic work. Yeah. Social media. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, I want to make sure like I just want to be like, hey, the person running this account, you getting paid? Well, they pay you. Have you seen that some people do actually check in with them? No, do they? Oh, yeah. There's been screenshots on like Instagram of people just checking in with like. Uh, the social media manager or like the intern at like corporations yes. and they're just like how are you doing and some will respond with like oh just trying to not collapse under my own existential dread <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> um but they give like really honest answers some of them have been really funny but yeah there are people out there doing good work um you know what did happen in the week we've been gone hmm. Um, Ellen Pompeo showed her whole white ass. She really did. On her like first episode of her podcast, wanted to talk about how she and Denzel got into it. He was so mean to her that she yelled at him and was like, listen, motherfucker, this is my show. Which like, when he was guest directing. So Denzel Washington? Oh my gosh, it was such violent language. Not And I'm board. just like, where are all the people saying she's difficult to work with? <laughs> right. Right, like, shouldn't she be blacklisted? I'm just saying if black women walked on set and called anyone motherfucker and told them that, that this was their show, they'd be fired. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if Denzel would have received it better if it was from a black woman. <laughs> he is married to one. I don't think that he received it poorly, though, because no. he didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. And that's what my thing is. She kept, like, in her podcast, because I did listen to it, unfortunately, because I wanted to, I like to get the facts. Yeah. But I listened to it. Um, I didn't skip. I skipped to the juicy bits. Um, she talks about how it's like you're in the acting process and what Patrick Dempsey was the guest on the show. And he's like, yeah, it's hard as an actor to go in and out of emotion from scene. Sometimes those things carry over like that sort of emotional buildup. Mm-hmm. And that to me was like, OK, I will allow that to give a performance. You need to be emotionally invested mm-hmm. to give like really convincing acting performance yeah if that's the case if actors know actors there's no harm no foul why are we talking about it that's right. just another day of the process right? right unless it was substantially over the line right 
Because that's the only reason why it would just stick out in your brain. I'm, I don't, that's why I'm like, I don't like it. There's some things you just keep to yourself. And I don't like the way that just that she took ownership of the whole show. Mm-hmm. Um, just the narrative was very, it was gross. Yeah, it was gross. The whole thing was disgusting. Um, but that's and she all really, that really thought she was like tooting her own horn. Yeah, she thought she was great She's like, that. I am woman, hear me roar. Because white women love that. I, I told off a black man <laughs> in a position bigger than me. It makes them feel so good. Like for what? For what? And why did the world need to know? Go tell off a white man. Then I want to know. Why wasn't it Patrick Dempsey? Cuss out Harrison Ford. I wonder if anybody has. Probably. But I want to hear about it some more. I keep hearing these. um, Not keep hearing these stories, but like the same story has been recurring about um, Lucy Liu being mistreated by Bill Murray. I believe it. Yeah. And the more I think about it, the more I feel like Bill Murray has definitely had to have gotten away with being a real fucking dick all the time throughout his career because of the fact Mm -hmm. that he's, um, he's so, everybody is so excited when he's in anything. Yeah. I hate that. I think a large percentage of actors and the comedians are just terrible. They're terrible. I feel like there's like, I'm going to just simplify the categories, right? The awful ones and then the good ones who kill themselves because everybody else they're around is so awful. Mm. The ones on drugs. Mm -hmm. That's it. (laughs) No, your favorite actor is either a terrible person or using lots of drugs. And the drug could just be pot. It could just be he's high. Mm -hmm. But that's it. There's some I just don't believe or he's like on the path to suicide because they're terrible. They're just they're awful. Like, what's Keanu Reeves? Oh, okay. Well, here's the thing. I do believe that <laughs> okay. Keanu smokes pot. I do. You can't tell me he doesn't. I believe in my spirit. Okay. Or he's eating edibles because maybe he's older. He's like, I just got to let me get a gummy and go. But I am not accounting fringe celebrities because we talked about this. I believe that there are celebrities who have decided to remain on the fringe. My grouping is anyone like you see A-list Hollywood yeah. that hits the scene. Mm-hmm. If they are constantly walking wet red carpets for movies they're not even in, don't yeah. that think about it. Just think about it for a second. The Matt Damons, right? The Brad. Why Pitts. are you on the red carpet of a movie you're not in, if only to feed your own ego right now? Yikes! Just attend the show. Do you know what I mean? And not everyone. You wouldn't be going to all of these places. So, like the Met Gala people, don't if if this if some if your favorite celebrity was at the Met Gala. My condolences to your fanship. You got to bury it. Oh, it's man. the truth. It's what it is. It's true. Because they're not doing anything positive. They're like, we're donating. We're keeping the this museum open. And it's like, it's not even accessible. True. And what are museums but tombs of stolen things? Mm. That's a lot to unpack. <laughs> it's true. She's in her Killmonger era. <laughs> <laughs> she's like i'm taking this you know that's why they use the rich to fund them oh my gosh and then the pandora paper we're not gonna talk about it no I'm, we're, we're not none of us are, are qualified the pandora paper to talk about the pandora papers but i see you shakira 
but you know the, pay your taxes no <laughs> um we're not going to talk about the facebook whistleblower either but that was Why a thing not? that happened because i haven't watched the oh, 60 that's minutes true. i watched the 60 minutes oh yeah and then the facebook and instagram outage that was a bummer which i didn't know until like everybody else was like i know because you're just on tiktok of- and twitter yes <laughs> sorry i am hobbies over here with the other t's just like not concerned not- <laughs> i was like what facebook's down i really only use it for messenger which makes me mad because okay and that's another thing listeners I'm not ignoring friend requests. I log on to Facebook and it's like friend request, friend request. Nothing is happening in there. You're not missing anything. If you're another comedian who's also the way me. that she doesn't care about her friends on Facebook. I don't. She unfriended me two I years ago. I, I three or four years ago, mm-hmm. four I years did. ago. I don't know. I'm still not over it. Yeah. I called her and I was like, why would you do this to me? Mm-hmm. We, people, and yeah. we were talking every day and she still was like, mm no <laughs> but let's talk about it becky doesn't interact with my content and i was on already media. friends with her mother she does not interact with my content on social media mm-hmm. at all she just refuses to interact with me i like your tiktoks on tiktok now now she does because i mentioned to her that if she watches it and scrolls past it it's bad for my video that's true so if it shows up on her fyp she mm-hmm. at least better like it before she keeps scrolling that is very true you because did point she- that out to me She's messing up my watch times and my and the engagement. Um, but yeah, the Instagram, she doesn't like my photos unless she's in them. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't. That's so and true. Facebook, she was just not involved. She just doesn't interact with me. And for the record, if you're friends with Becky, I go to your page to see how much she likes your photos too to see if she just hates me and it's true she hates me the most oh my gosh that's not because she likes other people's photos more often than she i likes like mine. what shows up on my news feed sure keep telling yourself that no that's how she the algorithms me. work she hates me and i'm just offering an explanation as to why she was unfriended on facebook but i re-added her after I had to call you and be like, don't do this. It's irrelevant. The point is nothing's <laughs> going on on my Facebook. Y'all. I'm not posting statuses regularly. Occasionally I'll get on because I need to do something like when I had the show to promote, I ran ads. Mm-hmm. Um, or you'll share the podcast if yeah. there's like a post. Yeah. If Becky makes a post, I'll reshare it to my timeline. Ben makes a post that same thing. If I logged on and saw it, but I'm so rarely logged in. Also, I will get on Facebook to talk about the challenge. That's really the only place that I'm active is i watched the challenge on mtv i've been watching the challenge for the last like decade and a half of my life um probably more at this point and uh actually oh no i'm 30 i could probably say two decades no <laughs> two decades of my life um and i watched the challenge i love the challenge I, i'm a super fan and i am in a challenge group where I just, you know, discuss every week's episode when it's in season and the show when it's out of season and the things we miss about it. So that's really the that and Messenger are the only reasons I keep Facebook around. Yeah. Because nobody else in my life wants to talk about the challenge with me. So sorry. Not everybody has access. It's true, but you could go on MTV and watch the episodes for free. With commercials. Oh my god. You're right. I mean they do suck, but that's how much I love the show. That should tell you something. I watch every episode of the challenge with commercials, so it's true. And this season's not well, it's about the kick. I don't know. I haven't watched yesterday's episode. Anyways, that's it for me this week. All right. Well, we have one question. question. We have and then we can get it. <laughs> well, it's a good question. It is a to good be question. fair, for a week with like one question. It's a good question. It is a good question. So our listener wrote in 
Do either of you have any major regrets or moments you wish you could change? Let me just preface this, preface this by saying um, you asked that to somebody that's like <laughs> diagnosed with severe anxiety. So like I could, yes, every day, <laughs> every day I regret the things that happened the day before <laughs> that I can't go back and change. I still think, yeah, actually I can think of one that is just like a recurring nightmare from sixth grade. Um, I went to outdoor ed and um, there was this game that the counselors played. There were like that, like they would say like a code word and you had to go hide in the woods. Um, what? Yeah. Hold on. What? They would say a code word and you'd have to go hide in the woods. And then the counselors, it was like hide and seek, like a spontaneous game of hide and seek. And the counselors would have to come find you. Mm-hmm. And um <laughs> and you you push, already know where this is no, going. No, I'm just saying, did you push a child into a hole? What no. In the woods? I thought I really that regret. they said the code word, so oh. I ran into the forest, but they didn't say the code word. So I was the only one that ran. Oh. And then I looked like an idiot. Oh, you said it haunts back. you. Like, it, it like literally I thought me. a child died because of you in the woods. No, I like, feel like you don't. <laughs> I understand this. Yeah, like the humiliation of like making that mistake when I was 11 years old has like, it's loomed over me my entire life. Really? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. What did the kids do that was like, or is it just They just laughed. In- oh, uh, this- it was really like they just laughed at me. But like, I was so, I already didn't want, I didn't want to go to outdoor ed. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have any friends that went. Oh, so you were by yourself. Mm-hmm. This was like, okay. So like, I already just like, didn't have anybody to like be with. Mm-hmm. And so when I did this embarrassing thing, then like, I have nobody to confide, confide in that I did this embarrassing thing. Right. And I have to go back to like my dorm where I'm staying with everybody that just saw me do this embarrassing thing. Do I think about it all the time? And I'm just like, wow, I don't know if I'm ever going to get past this. Um, so I regret that. Okay. Uh, I feel that that is, that could be traumatic. I mean, I regret not finishing college, but like, I don't know. We own a house and I make decent money. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, but I did get kicked out of three colleges and that's not, you got kicked out. Yeah. Oh no. I did. I did. Academic dismissal. It wasn't like, (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't like code of conduct. Like, um, you know, getting caught doing mischievous things. Right. Um, those are the two that I can think of now. I know that there are a lot more, but the more I dig for them, the more that I'll uncover. Yeah. Anyways, what about you? You know, I really hate when people are just like, you can't have regrets because they led you to where you are now because it's corny. But like Loki is true. That if I go back and fix some of, like, the things that I have regrets about, like, the likelihood that I'd be sitting across the table from you here is, like, very slim. But I think one of my main regrets that always comes up when I think about things I should have done differently was uh, when I was living on my own, I should have kept living on my own and Mm. not moved in with anybody else. I I had a duplex when I was 20? Yeah, mm-hmm. I lived in a duplex when I was 20 years old. And then my best friend of a long time, no longer friend, had asked me to move in with them because they were still in a lease and my lease was coming up at the duplex I was renting. Mm-hmm. 
and then I chose to go live with them to help them up your duplex right yeah that like was nearby my mom and her boyfriend and was just like really like a sea of comfort when I look back at it, like when I look back at it, I'm like, wow, had a garage and I would just drive my car into the garage, enter through my garage door. It was big enough for me. Like it was the perfect size because a lot of bigger spaces make me feel uncomfortable because I'm just one person mm-hmm. and I like to be able to hear all the edges of the house. Like it was a good size. I threw parties there. I had fun. I was settled in. I knew my neighbors, the guy next door across the fence sold weed. He would pass me weed through the little hole in the fence. I had a whole system. <laughs> like I and was it really, really feels like it sounds like you were on like your like grown woman shit. Yeah, like, you at had- twenty, and I was like, "This is a good spot." I had a good job. I like at the time, it was great. And then I moved in um, with my friend, trying to help them out because they still had like another six months in their lease, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't want them to have like ruined credit type of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, not being able to make their bills and everything like that, and then it just it ruined that friendship. Because the roommate situation blew up and we didn't talk for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, Living with friends is hard. Yeah. And a lot of other things. Um, it ultimately ruined. We were going to grow apart anyway. That's what I'm realizing. It was destined. You could mm-hmm. keep trying to put something together. You grow apart. That, that happens. Oh, well. Um, but yeah, it wasn't great for the friendship. It wasn't great because of my car. My car got towed because the house we lived in in downtown Roseville did not have parking. And I like ultimately my spot parked in the wrong spot, Mm -hmm. but never would have happened if I had my duplex because I had a garage and a driveway, (laughs) my car, because it got towed and I was too ashamed to tell my mother because I was 20 and dumb, uh, had difficulty getting to work. Unreliable transportation lost my good job that I had at 20. I was 20 already making 22 an hour. That was 10 years ago. It was a solid job. I sat at a desk. It was paper. I'll tell you what it is because it's fucking paper printing. You know, um, the penny savers you get in the mail. Yeah. I did those. Really? I did those. Like all the little like we did. We ran sheets of mail like you use the Excel spreadsheet. I would go through, check addresses, put them into the form, select the stock of paper. I could you'd print anything. It was just a printing company. I'd meet with a new client. Hey, I need you to run this many flyers to this our mailing address. They send us a file with their addresses. I would size them up, send them a PDF proof. They would approve the proof. I'd send it to print. They would mail out. I would have literal paper pushing. Yeah, you were. Wow. What but a good it was job. so easy. Right. Like even when I didn't have like a client of my own, because you would, you'd have like specialty clients that needed mm-hmm. like specific things. They always had like penny saver work. So you would come in, the office manager would have just like a stack of what is essentially junk mail prints. Right. And you just take like, eh, you just count them out. It would, depends on what you think you can do for the day mm-hmm. or how often you want to get up. Because when you finish, when you're just going to. Get one. Go get more. Yeah. Just picked up a stack, went to my desk. And it wasn't even like it was a depressing office where it was just like cubicles everywhere. Like I had... A nice big L-shaped desk. Mm-hmm. I sat across from one person. They played country music all the time. And I was the only black person in the office. And they were very surprised that I knew country music. And it was like, I, yeah, we just had fun. Um, I had a lot of highlighters. It was a good job. <laughs> I had a lot of highlighters. I like, did. Like, I like that that was, it was like a, a meaningful part. It really was. I mean, the most stressful part about that job was just like getting the like aligning the addresses right mm-hmm. on a piece of paper and like having to send something to print but like for me i thought about i love that job so much that like years after when i did get back on my feet i called to see if my old office manager was still there and she had moved on because mm. i know she would give me my job back she even said it when i got let go she called me 
because I had been, I would be there some days and be like, I can't make it into work. My car, you know, I don't have transportation, blah, blah, blah. And she basically called and she's like, you're a fantastic worker, but we need somebody who's going to be really consistent. So when things change, let me know. Mm-hmm. And then when things changed, she wasn't working there anymore. And I was like, really fucking mad. That job was so good. Um, Just mostly because it's easy. It's yeah. probably the easiest money I've ever made in my life. And that's good money. Yeah. Especially for me at 20. I was taking on 22 an hour and not doing much of anything. Right. You just walked in and like, oh, pull up a file. Cool. Everything was just easy peasy lemon squeezy. Uh, but So that's a big regret that I have because I lost that job as a result of moving in with her and the friendship suffered, car suffered. Um, and I just think if I would have stayed in my duplex, I would have just had so much more freedom and kept my own like sense of independence. Mm-hmm. But then if I would have stayed in that duplex I don't know that I would have, I don't know that everything would have like not happened in a certain way right. because I still was in that duplex, met people. Um, there were catalysts that made me um, start relationships with other people who introduced me to other people. Um, I moved to New York after the blow up with uh, me and my ex friend. Mm-hmm. And well, technically I moved with my grandparents and then I moved to New York, but it was a whole system because had I still had that duplex, I would not have moved out to where my grandparents were. I would not have. And that's a whole other thing, too. Maybe it was meant to be. God damn it. Here I come full circle. Maybe not to regret it. Because I moved in with my grandparents. And then I discovered just how much of a witch my grandmother is. Like, well, I came to accept it. I knew it. But you know what I mean? Couldn't run from it. And then I stopped talking to my family. Because I cut abusive people out of my life. So, you know what? Maybe no regrets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I I do have a regret. Okay. Uh, another one. Which, like, I think, uh, yeah, this is a genuine regret that, like, I think I would still be where I'm at had I been more aware. Um, I had a lot of internalized racism in middle school and high school. And I think that, that, um went unprocessed for so long and i don't know i don't want to say that i would go back and change it because i don't know how that would what that would look like but i wish that there were a way to sort of like be more accepting of like who i was and like what that meant then Mm -hmm. so that i didn't have to go through like so much processing in my 20s and Mm -hmm. Um, and even like all the time, I also don't think that internalized racism is a thing that goes away. I think it's a thing that you learn how to like, um, manage and question all the time. Um, I don't think it it just magically floats away, but I, um, I definitely like regret, I think just like suppressing a lot of things in regards to like race and identity when I was younger. I regret that for sure. But were you even actively doing that? Um, I think so. I think that I did a lot of like, um, I think I hid from my blackness a lot because I think I was surrounded by non-black people. Yeah. And I think part of that was like, I would say it was like mm, six, 70% a choice Mm -hmm. and then like 30% like being avoided. Um, but I still think like I think that I could have definitely like not been like that and mm. felt more accepted and comfortable in black spaces instead of just like shying away from them. 
But I don't know. I was in Black Student Union. So there you go. I mean, we all have internalized racism. I feel like I feel like you should be nicer to yourself about that because that's not your fault. Like, that's not one of those things where it's like, oh, I have a regret because I actively chose to be this all fully. Even if you like were somewhat aware of it, of like distancing yourself from your blackness, you were doing so as a result of a situation you were placed in. Yeah, it was for and, sure. Yeah. Like to me, it felt like self preservation. Yeah, but I also still th- like it. It was still an act of like. Right doing something that like I could have chosen not to do. Okay. So, and I do regret that. It's your, your regrets. Yeah. I just don't you to beat yourself up. Well, I don't that much. <laughs> okay. I mean, I do. We're being kind to ourselves. We are. We are. I think, okay, this is not think. I know what my like biggest regret is. And I do a trigger warning here for everybody. Uh, t- talking about uh, losing a child. Um, I regret not pursuing legal action against my first miscarriage because mm. I fully believe that woman caused me to miscarry the doctor really? that I saw. Fully believe that. Wow. But I was just like so devastated that I didn't say or do anything. Mm-hmm. But every time I've talked to somebody about like what my experience was, uh, which was essentially I went for like my first doctor's appointment after becoming pregnant. She was just like weirdly invested as to like where the father was Mm. like, you know what I mean? But I was young and I was like, well, he's not involved. It's not that kind of situation. Mm -hmm. We were meeting in that, you know, that way. And she was like, "Okay, well, that's, you know it's going to be more difficult because you're raising a child. And I was like, yeah, I understand this. And this is weird is because she was a black woman that I was like, Oh, I'm like, she's just asking. Like, mm-hmm. I don't feel any sort of like, I didn't want to feel too uh, paranoid about the situation, but she like tried to harp on a lot of it. Like, well, you know, I meet with a lot of single mothers and maybe you'd like to talk to some of them before you decide what you would like to do. And I was like, well, I know that I want to continue. Like, it was just weird. The amount of pressure she put on that situation. Yeah. Yeah, When I'm like, I'm here for my appointment because I'm planning to go through with this. Mm -hmm. Um, And at that first appointment, she was just like, "Okay, I would like to do an examination. And I was just like, "Okay," got up in, you know, stirrups up, legs apart. And then she said that she needed to take a sample of my cervix first appointment. But I was stupid by myself and unaware. Yeah. And that wouldn't seem strange. But when I talk Except to other it, women, I mean, they're is. like, yeah, but she shouldn't have been touching your cervix because any sort of dilation in early pregnancy can trigger a miscarriage. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even when I told my mom, she was like, um, she, my mom gets upset she wasn't with me, but I think she had work that day. But I didn't know. I had no idea. It was the first time I'd ever gotten pregnant. I didn't know anything. Yeah. I wonder how many young women she did that to. Right. Which is why I'm like, that's a regret for me. Yeah. Is that I never like, I was so, well, I was young and I was so consumed by myself. And I'm also just like, well, maybe I read, like, I don't know. You know, you start questioning yourself. Like what, well, what did, ha- what happened? And I was like, well, she shouldn't have been doing anything. You didn't need anything. Mm-hmm. If anything, they have like, uh, you know, the internal ultrasound. She's like, but there's no reason why she needed to spread you open, go up in there, measure your cervix, do anything. To, you, it, you're in a very fragile state. The most she ever needed to do was like a swab. Yeah. Of just like in there. Yeah. But she initially it was I need to measure it. Then it was I need to take a sample. 
And then uh, a few days later, I miscarried. Like, it wasn't even like a month or so. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think about this time and I'm just like, yeah, I started spotting. And I was like worried about that. And I remember calling the office and they're like, well, a little spotting is normal. Because of implantation. Right. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And I didn't. The thing about it was I miscarried and I did not bleed a lot. Mm -hmm. Ever at any point in my miscarriage did I like bleed a ton. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I just spotted for several days until I got to one point where I was doing the dishes like hunched over because I couldn't. Like I just had cramps. Like I was, ha- I was like, why do I feel so shitty? And every time I call somebody, nobody, everyone's like, this is fine. And then Stephanie gave me a Norco, and for the longest time, I blamed myself for taking a Norco. Killer, yeah. Because I was like, this is me. I did this. I should have just been able to withstand the pain. And my mom's like, no, if you were mm-hmm. in that much pain, you were already yeah. miscarrying. Like, if it was <laughs> enough pain to be like, yeah, let me get a painkiller. Yeah, then- my mom's like, you were already yeah. miscarrying. It wasn't any like you weren't going to stop it. So, and then I also got a heating pad and I felt like that was my thing. I was like, I took a Norco and I'm having heating pad. What is this? But I'm like, no, but at that time it was just happening. Yeah. And I was just like waiting it out. And so that's just what ended up what happening. So I always regret that because I feel like I don't even remember this doctor's name. That's a fucked up part to be like, someone should go see about this woman. Right. I know for all, you know, she's been disbarred or not. Yeah. Disbarred. What is it? What, <laughs> that's, Whatever. That's attorneys. Know. Excommunicated. No, yeah, she can't be Catholic no more. Yeah, you're a doctor. You should know. <laughs> I don't know about the negative doctors. You know, those bad apples. <laughs> I'm out here doing my job. But yeah, that is that is an actual regret because some people should not be. Cert- they shouldn't be doctors. If that's how you feel, it's none of your business. You're not paying for it. So we've also talked about that before, about how like nobody thinks about enough that like all of of all the doctors that there are, there are doctors that graduated like at the bottom of their class, literally graduated, like barely made it through college and medical school. Mm-hmm. Like just <laughs> like, we just have this assumption that yep. doctors are all like upstanding people that yep. just want to help people. And so many of them are just like, Whoa, I made it. I uh, didn't think that was going to happen. And they're just like, that would be me. It was me. I'm a doctor. <laughs> it couldn't have been you. Not at Johns Hopkins. There's no way you would have gotten a residency there if you were just half-assing it through Listen. medical school. Somebody has to be the worst in the class. <laughs> yeah, you know. Also nepotism. My also- father is Mr. Hopkins. <laughs> you didn't mention where you went to medical school. You know. I, I don't I know. believe that that's none of your business. <laughs> okay. Okay. Are we ready to review uh, Michelle's guys, though? I think though? we're ready to review Michelle's Because we've guys. been going. Um, so this is the segment of the podcast to folks at home or wherever you are while you're listening. <laughs> yeah, to don't you tell them where they're at. <laughs> where we discuss the next round of um, Michelle's guys on The Bachelorette. So if you don't listen to our Bachelorette recaps, then this would be the time, I guess, to, you know, turn us off. But before you do that, Tavi, where can people find you? Ten toes on the pavement, hanging, banging, slanging, thang, thang, langing. Um, also, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, at Tavi Talks Trash. <laughs> You're not going to ask where I don't want them find to find you. you. <laughs> <laughs> that was so no one needs to find you. Okay, well, I will, I'll just tell you. What guys. do you want? What do you want to find her for? Because I'm the co-host. Oh no, Michelle's finale spoilers. No, don't open that. 
but it's right there um i don't even know these men yet and i'm like anyways you guys can find me on twitter and instagram at oh that's becky you can check out an extended clip of my stand-up at oh that's becky.com uh also my venmo is oh that's becky we do have a baby that needs to go to college one day and being remy's smart If she's not, there, you know, there's other things. Trade she can do. school. Yeah. Or, you know, backpack in a, Africa. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. You can submit your questions for advice in the link in the show notes or in the link in either of our link trees on Instagram. And now it's time for us to review Michelle's guys. Woo! Our second set. This is 10 through 17. We finally have some black men. Do we? Uh, yeah. Are you at the second one? Oh, nope. Yeah. Nope, damn it. Okay, we're 10 starting 17. with Edward. Edward. Edward is so Narahano handsome. Is very handsome. Oh my gosh, he's got lovely eyes. Brownsville, a lovely Texas. Smile. Currently lives in LA. I'm loving his hair. I it's love like the, the perfect hair. length. This is my type. <laughs> no, I mean legitimately. This you're like, what is the man? This is the man. He's giving me very much Jacob from Twilight. Oh, again, I love Taylor. <laughs> But he is so good looking. I like his shirt. It could have been steamed. Um, but, you know, I do. I love a linen shirt. Yeah. Uh, he just. Yeah. He looks friendly. He does look friendly. I, I, I can see this. him like making small talk with somebody at the table across from him mm-hmm. outside of a coffee shop, you know. Hopefully. Um, oh, yeah. He's a cutie. Okay. Edward. I don't know. Edward is. Edward's a name. I mean, Ed. I'll deal with it. Okay, next we have Eric Ty from Bridgewater, New Jersey, 25. Okay. Eric, I wish someone would have told you about the lighting and like whatever, or whoever picked this photo. Steve picked it. I don't care. I don't like, I don't think this is a good picture because of the color in the picture, but yeah, he is handsome. He is handsome. I would have liked a closer shot. Yeah. Um. But yes, he is very cute. I also, I love a white shirt. He's white cute. shirts are confident they really are because why would you do that he needs a haircut um yeah just a little one but it's far away you know the photo's far away so you mm-hmm. can barely tell uh yeah eric he's cute he looks nice he looks like a nice boy mm-hmm. he has a kind face mm-hmm. he does that's fine don't get run over oh. you know michelle's guys are looking like they're just like nice people yeah well michelle was nice she's she a teacher really nice. very yeah. sweet oh, remember her students guys. yeah she does have to have a bunch of sweethearts <laughs> yeah She's just kind of like one rogue man <laughs> who'll make it way too far. He's just like, mm. I know. Who's the villain going to be on this uh, season? Oh, maybe it's Garrett. Garrett, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Garrett no. Ida, 33 from Salt Lake City, Utah. Okay. Uh, none of it is doing anything for me. I don't know. Garrett has an interesting face. It's like. That's I'm, exactly what people like to I hear. I am enjoying figuring it out. <laughs> I'm like I'm not mad at the fact that I'm like confused uh Garrett looks like he wears too much cologne Um, but he also might be a teacher too he's giving me teacher energy no that's not a teacher he works in tech you think so yeah yeah I do think so okay well we'll see Um, I don't like his eyebrows but he can't help those that's not his fault yeah But I wish they were like a little bushier almost. Um, but yeah, he does have kind of smaller eyebrows. But he has nice hair. 
nice full head of hair. Mm-hmm. Um, his shirt fits nice. Yeah. I don't see you staying long, Garrett. No, I don't see him making it past the first night, but we'll, mm, see. we'll see. Okay, next we have Jack Russell. Like the terrier? And that's about the size he is. Oh, he said Jack Russell, not the terrier as his IG handle. <laughs> but it is, sir. Um, 30 from Greensboro, Greensboro, North Carolina. He looks like he sounds very cute. Okay, here's the thing. I don't think this text placement is doing him justice because look at the bottoms of his arms, like yeah. his forearms. Yeah. He looks yeah. like he's, yeah, like yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. some, and they're really trying to hide it from me, but I but see it. why also does this photo make him look so short? Mm-hmm. It's yeah, weird. Yeah, they're, they're not, this, they're trying to make me think that he's less attractive than he is. He's got a tiny I head. need to wait till when he walks in there with a the suit because he's going to look great. He does have a tiny head though and a thick neck. Mm-hmm. He does have a thick neck. Yeah, he's like a little he's, wormy. He's probably swole. Yeah, I need to. I need to know how tall he is. Um, well, actually, I'm gonna go look at his Instagram really quick. Oh, <laughs> cool, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> There's really not a whole lot on his Instagram. Oh no, he. I think he's. I think he's tall enough. Yeah. Were there better pictures? Let me go look. Well, he kind of looks friendly. He looks oh, he's like he like knows a, how to have a good time. Oh, he's a goof. He's going to have to go. He's going episode one. I don't know. I think that he'll charm his way in. Um. Okay. He has an MBA. He's an army vet. He likes dogs. Nah, he's gone. I don't think he's not. He's not as exciting as I wanted him to be. I don't know. I think he's going to. He'll make it past the first day. More so than Garrett. Okay. Next, we have Jamie Scar. Okay, Jamie, you're hot. 32, hey, Tacoma, Jamie. Washington. Hey, Jamie. Jamie. Jamie is on the cover of brochures all uh, over yeah, the Jamie? Pacific Northwest. What are you doing? Who office is this? <laughs> Where'd you go, Jamie? Oh, I don't know, though, because I clicked on his Instagram and it says he's an entrepreneur. Yeah. I don't like that. Oh, sorry. That you, don't like that. <laughs> you know what? Hold on. I clicked on his Instagram and now I'm less impressed with his face. They picked a good pick. Wait, no, he's handsome there. No, he is handsome. Okay, he's still handsome. The false alarm, guys. He's still handsome. He's handsome. He has a cute little gap. Yeah, look at him. Okay. Jamie, you're cute. You know what it is? It's going to be for me and Jamie. Jamie's voice. I have a really big thing with voices and attractiveness. He looks like he has a deep voice. But if he doesn't, it's, it's going to ruin it. Yeah, it will. It absolutely it, will. So, sorry, Jamie. So, we're rooting for you. Yeah. For a but voice that matches this. Come through. But that is a good photo. Mm-hmm, it is. That is. I wonder if that's like his LinkedIn photo. It has to be. <laughs> Next, we have uh, Joe Coleman, 28, Minneapolis, Minnesota. We don't date light skins with J names. <laughs> They're dangerous. Sorry, What Joe. about Jamie? Oh. <laughs> He's got a beard. It doesn't count. Wow. A full beard, not this shadow, Joe. Okay, well, here's Joe. Not, not J. Cole. I do, exactly. I don't trust uh, him. Okay. Um, has he got light eyes? Yep. Sure does. And you know, people are like, your eyes are so pretty. If somebody if Michelle tells him he has pretty eyes, I'll shoot her in the face. I won't shoot you in the face, Michelle, but I'm be mad. <laughs> Stop petition to stop telling light eyed people that they have nice eyes. It's done. It's played out. You know, pick something else you like about them. 
I'm looking at his Instagram and I feel like he might be the villain. You think so? I think maybe. I think maybe. But I also think that him and Michelle will bond over being mixed. She can bond with anybody over being mixed. No, because not everybody is mixed. <laughs> she bond with all the mixed people. I don't know. Uh, he, I, he's mm. he's tall. He is tall. Yes, he is. All right, maybe, maybe. So we'll see. I don't like it though, because this is just further information. And he plays basketball. This guy is gonna hurt your feelings. Okay, next. Joel Wilkinson, Ooh. 31, Prescott, Arizona. One, I don't believe you're 31. No, Joel. that is a 35-year-old man. Mm, maybe 37. Ooh, that it's you know, he has bad skincare. Mm. But you can't save everybody. He's not ugly. He's not my type. Um, but there is a particular brand of woman that likes this type of man. Okay, but he looks cute in glasses. Okay, hold on. Let me go to his Instagram. So you keep going to the Instagrams and I'm just I like got it. pulling up what I see here. Um, he does look cute in glasses, but a so lot of people cute look cute in That's glasses. That's true. That is very true. Oh, he does look like he's got a personality though. So that might save him. Yeah, like I think he's probably like a good time. He is very muscular. And he does look younger in the other photos. Let's see here. Okay, what is... I'm trying to put together... He's an uncle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Love that for him. Oh, His niece and nephew are Asian. Very cute. Mixed-race family. Yeah, I mean... He'll be around for a while with veiny arms like that. <laughs> That's okay. the key. Next, we have Jamari Gable, 26, Portland, Oregon. Oh, Jamari, I have to go to your Instagram because you. this is not that a photo. That photo was not it. It's gross. And then where's his Instagram? They didn't link him. They didn't link it. Joe. J- J- oh. oh, yeah. It's just his name. Jamari Gable. Okay, Jamari. Oh, gosh, now I got to type stuff. Hold on. He's a fitness trainer. Mm, I like that he didn't get linked. I don't like that he didn't get linked. That's messed up. Oh, no. Mm, I can't. Uh, he looked like a guy I dated once. Or not. I wouldn't say dated. Went out on a date with once. He looks like he thinks very highly of himself because he is. He works out. Yeah. Um, He's short. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's clear that he is very strong. He's just, this is, he's not my type. This is not it. He's cute. He's but yeah, fun. he's got like a nice body on him and maybe he'll be fun for a time. Mm-hmm. I'm still not really wowed yet. Edward, the first one, that's my type, but I don't know that I'm wowed for Michelle. Yeah, you know, we're going to see. I So far of this one, Jamie was my favorite. And uh, Edward is really handsome. I don't know. Garrett actually might stay for a minute. Now that I'm looking at the competition. Maybe. You don't know. You're right. I don't know. I'm rooting for Jamie. Jamie knew how to get photographed so that he looked tall. 
I'm not rooting for Jamie. I don't think they're going to. I like Jamie as like a he's hot. No, I just like I'm Jamie. rooting I, for Jamie to stick around. I'm rooting for Jamie, uh, except for that whole entrepreneur thing. I really don't like that. What's wrong with entrepreneurs? It's not a real job. It is. No, it's not. It is. No, it is. No, it's it is. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I hope I'm not offending our entrepreneur listeners, but then what is it? It's shady. What is an entrepreneur then to you? Not anything real. <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> it's not real. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if somebody's just like, I'm a businessman. Yeah, that sounds suspicious. <laughs> it does sound suspicious. <laughs> I'm just a businessman. <laughs> I actually went to like a TikToker's live and people were asking him what he did. And he was like, um, I have businesses. And I was like, what kind of, why are you being shady about it? What do you do, sir? Because whatever it is I do, I want to be like, yeah, I own vending machines is <laughs> that is impressive uh, to me. If you yeah. own vending machines, don't say you're an entrepreneur. Say that you own vending machines. Yeah, there are people because that just, tells me that you have cash flow. A lot of people are actually flow. investing in vending machines and ATMs and it's scary how much they're doing this. I have, I really would love to do that. But honestly, my goal is to own a laundromat. Yeah, we know. Well, I don't know if the listeners know. Oh, wait. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They but that is my dream. Dreams. I want to own a laundromat so bad. Okay. Well, that wraps it up for us. Yeah. It was fun. This was great. Tune in next week. We'll we'll be back on schedule. Yeah. For at least two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, then the baby's due soon. And then we're going to. Baby ain't stopping shit. This party's still going. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh, oh no we might we'll take um, a little bit of a break we might a take a hiatus baby. we won't do anything without letting you know first though um we th- say and then lie so <laughs> you know we're doing our best here but thank you so much for listening we appreciate you guys also and that's a good reason to subscribe before we leave yeah it's a great reason to subscribe because you can't trust us <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead and subscribe yeah and maybe leave us a rating or review or both we'd love yeah. both okay thanks Bye. bye